0: Thank you for tuning in to Voice of Islam Jamaica. The following is a recorded program of a live show. Please do not call in, but feel free to send messages on our WhatsApp line at
1: 876-283-9533.
2: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. May the peace and blessings of God be unto you. Hello, dear listeners. Welcome once again to Voice of Islam, an educational program which seeks to address your questions and concerns and all that you need to know about the religion of Islam. I am your host, Imam Ibrahim Fawson. Voice of Islam is sponsored and brought to you by the Ahmadiyya Muslim community. And the Ahmadiyya Muslim community is one of the over 70 denominations in Islam which believes in the advent of the promised Messiah and the reformer of the age, in the person of His Holiness, Mirza Ghulam Ahmed. The Ahmadiyya Muslim community is spread across over 200 countries currently, and this community believes in a peaceful coexistence and rejects any form of violence against God's creation. Our motto is love for all and hatred for none. Today on Voice of Islam, we shall look at New Year and the Islamic way of celebrating it. As usual to help me do this discussion I am joined by Imam Tariq Azim President and Missionary in Charge of the Ahmadiyya Muslim Community Imam Tariq Assalamualaikum Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuhu
1: Waalaikum wa wa May peace and blessings be upon you and all the listeners
2: Thank you very much and this is going to be the first episode in uh, 20, the year 2020 That's correct and um, being the early part of January particularly the first week of January many people are making um resolutions actually we witnessed how new year was celebrated among people um who are not muslims and here we are today looking at how does you know islam recognize the new year and how should muslim and even people who are not muslims supposed to celebrate the new year so the first question i have for you it's, um, we believe that Muslims have um, their own calendar, which is based on the calculation of the, um, the lunar uh, counting, basically the, the moon. And then also we have the Gregorian c- uh, calendar, which is based on the, the sun uh, calculation. How do Muslims, I mean, do Muslims strictly follow this Islamic calendar when it comes in terms of New Year and other matters?
1: Yes, um, I will answer that question I just wanted to add before I get to that sure. uh, Many of our listeners are actually uh, not belonging to Islamic faith sure. And they listen sometimes to see that what is Islamic perspective on certain things sure. uh, Holy Prophet Muhammad, Salaam founder Salaam. of Islam, peace be upon him Has said that um, you know wisdom or knowledge is lost property of a believer And wherever he sees it, he finds it, he should obtain it
2: Wisdom so is the lost property of a believer. Yes, and wher- wherever he finds it, he,
1: he obtains should. it, he acquires okay.
2: it, he takes it. Sure.
1: So knowledge and wisdom and such things, uh, even if it is coming from uh, you know a mosque, or a church, or a synagogue, or wherever,
2: or even a person who does not believe
1: in God, any God, the person it's any is religion, faith yeah. sure. exactly. So we should accept it. So I would uh, you know uh, suggest or request my listeners uh, who are not of Islamic faith that. Uh, Of course, we will be talking from Islamic perspective, but many things you might not agree with, but whatever you you find uh, beneficial, we would suggest, we would request that you implement that in your life uh, so that we can continue to become better human beings. Regardless of our differences, we continue to become better human beings, which is the goal. So the question you have put before me is that do Muslims follow the gregorian calendar that is such as the months of january february or do we strictly follow the islamic calendar uh, as you explained our islamic calendar is based on lunar um, lunar months basically which is the sighting of the moon and you know things related to that sure. so that m- uh, year is ab- about 10 days shorter than the gregorian calendar that we generally follow in the world okay so, as Muslims, no, we do not strictly only follow that. Uh, however, that is necessary for us to follow in our religious observation of uh, certain prayers or certain you know, uh, form modes of worship. Sure. For example, there is a month of Ramadan that comes in the uh, lunar month that comes in the Islamic calendar. And that is the month of fasting. So, certain worships are based around... Lunar calendar. However, Islam does not forbid us to use uh, or go by other calendars. Therefore, we do use and, um, you know, uh, go, uh, go, you know, our day to day activities take place based on On the Gregorian calendar that is a standard norm for most of the world these days. And I
2: think there is nothing so wrong um, with the Gregorian calendar in terms of Islamic practice. So if one follows it exactly. It, doesn't, it doesn't make yeah, any, any. There is no harm in it. Yeah, feet. exactly. The next question I want to ask you, and I believe my listeners will be very much interested in this: Do Muslims celebrate New Year, and if so, how do they celebrate it?
1: Yes, um, New Year comes. You know, each year after 365 or so days the year is over and a new year sure, begins sure. so there is no um, f- uh, you know, concept of believing or not believing it is a cycle that just keeps going around but is it really a celebration now that is something what we have to see and judge so I mean technically if you think about it we have lost one year from our good life yeah. so that itse- this in itself is not necessarily a celebration, but rather a cause of concern and, and that God has given us a limited amount of days, sure. limited amount of years in our lives. Have Are we fulfilling the goals that we are supposed to achieve or not? If we are, then it could be a celebration <laughs> that, yes, whatever I was sent to this world for, whatever good that could be achieved from me, yeah. I have already achieved it. I mean the process of achieving it. In the process sure. of achieving it, even that could be called a celebration to an extent but if if this is just a celebration that for no reason you just go out and start partying then then Islam does not support that however if someone decides that on new years they're going to become a better person starting this day they're going to become a better person then yes Islam does support this type of a new life this type of a new year or a new beginning right as humans we all make mistakes we all knew we need new beginnings So, New Year, if it provides you that opportunity, then it is a wonderful idea. So, your second question is that, how do Muslims celebrate New Year? Um, Again, it it is, um, you know, whenever we start something, we always start in the name of God Almighty. This is what we are taught, that whenever you start something, start in the name of God Almighty. May it be something like starting a meal, or may it be something like starting a new year. So, uh, you know, in our community and among Muslims, there's this trend that when December 31st, the year is about to end, we start our, uh, our worship of God Almighty, our prayer, our salat.
2: So we start the new, the new day of the new year with um, a special prayer exactly okay, so
1: yes exactly so this is if if someone is awake at that time when when the clock or basically you can say when it's going to be december 31st to january 1st this is what uh, you know you're expected as a muslim to do that at that time you will be worshiping god so that you end the year while worshiping and start the new year while worshiping god almighty there is an interesting narration interesting story of the fourth successor of Ahmadiyya muslim community uh, His Holiness Mirza Tahir Rahmat, yeah. it is mentioned that he himself says that in the 1950s I believe he was in UK, he was in the UK, he was in London. Okay, studying. Uh, yes, he was studying at that time in sure. London and he says that it was, you know, I was traveling and it so happened that the time of New Year, uh, you know, was approaching and I was at a station, at a train station. Sure, sure people were all gathered outside in in different places in like Trafalgar Square or different places and I had just gotten out of a train and I was at a train station and then immediately he says it came to my mind that as as Ahmadi Muslims uh, celebrate New Year I should also even though I'm not um, at my house or a mosque to worship in a proper environment but I decided that I'll just get some paper, newspaper, lay it on the floor and offer my prayers there. So he said I started offering My prayers over there. So basically the year ending was while I was worshipping and the new year was beginning in that same way as well. So he said that while I was praying, I I heard a a man sitting not too far from me crying very loud. So uh, he's like, uh, you know, when I finished my prayer, I was really confused at why he's crying. Maybe he's thinking that I have gone mad, that what am I doing? Praying, I mean, on the streets
2: of London. Exactly. Or at the station, basically in the public view.
1: And something that he doesn't even know what I'm doing. Maybe that's why he's confused and he's crying that he's worried about me. So he said that, uh, you know, the successor says that once I completed my prayer, I approached him, I asked him that what happened, sir? Uh, Is everything okay? He said, I'm crying because it it surprises me that the whole of London, all the people in the world right now are, you know, uh, engaged in drinking, in partying, in doing immoral things while you were here remembering God at the turn of the year sure. so this brought tears to my, uh, to my eyes that how the world has forgotten the, the creator especially in this moment and while there is this one gentleman I see that, that is different and he is worshipping God Almighty so this is how Ahmadi Muslims celebrate the new year they, they welcome the new year while worshipping God and they say goodbye to the old year while worshipping God More just to add, um, basically, what kind of activities do take place on on New Year's? As I mentioned, number one is worshipping God, at the uh, that this would become number one, and then next morning when we wake up, we wake up earlier than usual, even here in Old Harbor. Uh, We, you know, we gathered here, we woke up earlier than usual time, that is around 5.15, we offer our prayers. On this day, we woke up even earlier to gather around, gather at the mosque at 4.30. We offered our prayers and we prayed for ourselves that, oh Allah, give us, oh God, give us the opportunity, uh, ability to become better human beings. And for the country. And And we prayed for the community, the country and the world generally that Allah gives peace in our world. Allah enables our leaders, our people to realize that they have to work together and be more tolerant and caring towards each other. So this is one thing. The second thing is of serving humanity, giving charity. So on this day, we try to start our new year always by giving charity to the poor. In some places, uh, um, youth of our community, Ahmadiyya Muslim community goes out and does clean up in different parts of of the uh, you know of the major cities and major capitals, for example, I was just watching pictures as a community member had shared from Liberia okay. that on the New Year's in the morning they had gone out. The members had gone out to clean up some of the roads, and uh, in countries like you know U.S., Canada, U.K., each year when New Year's celebration takes place in this sc- in the in their central areas, there's a lot of garbage and mess that people leave behind. They leave their cans, bottles, wrappers, and all these things behind. And youth of our, our community, you know, after offering their prayers, goes to the downtown, goes to the central areas, and picks up all that garbage that has been left by uh, the uh, people who were apparently celebrating and creating that mess. So this is one way of giving back, that we start uh, we start the year by giving, becoming more charitable on sure. that day particular and trying to keep that habit going and serving humanity in whichever way it might be possible number three is that we we try to recite our holy scripture that is the holy quran because this is what guides us as muslims this is what guides us at how we should live our life so we recite our quran daily but on this day we recite more from this perspective to you know uh, remind ourselves that this is what guides us and we need to pick out guidance you know, so it, it becomes basically a way of reminding ourselves of our day-to-day duties, which we should be doing every day. Number four is that we write letter to the head of our community, right. worldwide head of our community, His Holiness Mirza Masroo Ahmad, And we believe that he's, he's he is he's the Caliph, he is the successor appointed by God Almighty in yep. this day and age for the reformation of mankind. So we write to him requesting prayers for ourselves, our families, our community, and as well as our country and the world in general that God, uh, you know, so we request prayers, particularly, you know, for for ourselves and the people around us because we believe that the the, the Khalifa, the successor, is always praying for the well-being of the people. And number five, this is also an important aspect that we end our year and start the new year with accountability that in the last year that we spent how did we live our lives were we m- uh, you know or what mistakes did we make sure in the coming year in the new year what things do i need to change in my day-to-day lives how can i become a better human being how can i become more caring how many people did i hurt in the last year with my you know by my verbally sh- ex- Yeah. exactly in any way and in the new year, how can I go about changing that? This last year, I was charitable. I used to give charity. How can I become more caring towards towards other human beings? Same thing, it applies to all these different aspects. So the fifth point would be accountability. So number one, I mentioned as Muslims, we offer voluntary prayers. Number two, we try to give charity and serve humanity. Number three, uh, we we uh, recite the holy quran more number 4 we write letter to our uh, leader of our community the spiritual sure. head and number 5 we do an accountability of ourselves that how we are going about our day to day lives
2: taking some point from what you said earlier if god by his grace has enabled us to be alive to see the new year it is a cause of expressing thanks, our happiness and our gratitude to, yeah. yeah to god the almighty however we should also um, take stock of our own lives, you know, take account, reflect, and see that how do we want to make changes, particularly in this new year. We need protection. We need joy. We need happiness. And we pray. We start our day with a prayer. So it is more of beginning the year with a clean slate and trying that in the course of the year, we keep those kind of commitments we made the first day when we offer that kind of prayer yeah. with this the question will be is there anything so wrong with the way people celebrate New Year you stated and it was it is a fact that we said we, we have offered a special prayer here in the mosque yes before even that on the when the clock ticked at 12 o'clock most of us were praying though we knew we were going to pray we we're going to come to the mosque and pray but as we were praying what we heard in the neighborhood or fireworks (laughs) you know (laughs) so you are praying but then you see yourself as one of the few people who might be praying at that moment moment. and if that time were to be the last time we are all going to spend on this surface of the earth how are we going to present ourselves to God so you don't need to be a Muslim to pray when the new year comes no matter how I mean whichever form of worship you believe in it is important that we dedicate that moment, you know, um, to prayer, and I think this is what you, you, you carry yes, across. Yes,
1: yes, that's a good point that you mentioned. Definitely. Now, to the yeah. to
2: the second um, point, I want to know. Can you take us through how what is wrong with the way people
1: celebrate? Generally, d- generally? it is generally yeah, celebrated. Generally, yeah, yeah uh, See, uh, we c- uh, it, it it would be wrong to say that everybody celebrates this that way, way yeah. because that's not true. There are people out there who have a um, better understanding and they will say that, you know, what the other people are doing, it's wrong, so I'm going to stay away from it. Sure. Right. So, uh, with the b- however, the way the majority of the world celebrates it, I think it is wrong at many, many different sure, levels. Sure. What good is being achieved by celebrating it in the manner that people celebrate it? They go out, especially, I mean look at the biggest centers of the world such as new york london uh, sydney in australia sure. toronto on you know, canada and like many other these you know considered so called centers of uh, modernization sure. and civilization what happens people go out they reach their central squares a uh, little bit before midnight they wait for that moment where the clock uh, you know the, the sure. In New York, they call it when sure. the ball is dropped, yeah. right? As soon as the the clock turns 12, the ball is dropped. So, I mean, w- what good is being achieved there? People are gathered there. They're drinking, sure. right? Dancing, they're involved yeah. dancing around. They're involved the in every kind immora- of immorality, immorality yeah. uh, that one could be, um, could be involved in. As soon as the clock turns 12, if you notice, majority of the people are going against, like, I mean, involving in... Um, relationships which are completely against the moral code given by any religion that you look in the world not just islam even bible it doesn't support the way people go about celebrating it then you look at the problem with the, what happens after people finish up with you know uh, with the celebration sure. i was just listening to the news yesterday and um, um, they were asking the people who were there in the celebration that what is your plan after what are you going what, what are you going to do now and some of the people were responding that, "Oh, we're going to go to a bar now and start drinking." So, I mean, this is how the celebration is being done. People are going outside now uh, after past midnight, spending all their night uh, getting drunk, not having a clue what they were doing the night before. Uh, that night, when they wake up the next morning, then um, similarly, many other things. Like, just look at the concept of fireworks, yeah, the show that the the cities, the governments put on for the people. Uh, in in form of fireworks it costs millions of dollars I was just trying to read up that how much it costs um, in Sydney uh, in US dollars it says that 4.5 million US dollars were spent are spent roughly each year on the fireworks alone this is alone fireworks we are not Zero. talking about the security that needs to be provided for the hundreds of thousands of people that are coming this is just and many other requirements this is just the fireworks in London they say that they spent over three million this year. Over three million dollars three million dollar. just on the fireworks in London. There's all these other cities in the same countries that are also having celebration at a smaller scale. Dubai in the Middle East. And supposed to be an Islamic country. Supposed to be an Islamic country. I, I was just reading an article I found from two thousand fourteen and it claimed to have the biggest or the you know most expensive New Year celebration in the whole world. Mm-hmm six million dollars just spent on the fireworks and this is six years ago so it is possible that in the recent years they might have you know gone past this and same thing is happening everywhere around the world i mean just just think about it that what good is the you know are we receiving the world is receiving from this how is this beneficial to humanity millions and millions of dollars each city is wasting and they're competing each other in 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 just spending money that is not even you can say that that is benefiting the country in any way either right like for example you're building infrastructure you're building roads you're building schools yes you can spend the money on that but when you're spending it on these things then what good is that country getting right and now look at it that these are just some of the uh you know uh well valid vast countries, developed countries, even the developing and third world countries for them uh, just because the world is doing it, the governments would allot certain funds for spending on that sure. those kind of matters for this kind of entertainment, okay, all right, but now think about it if all that money that these uh especially the the richer countries were spending on their uh fireworks and stuff, if they were actually if they have good of the community at heart then they would be saying that in this year we will be using these funds or we will be cutting down our usual expense and we will be helping certain other nations other communities other people living in uh, impoverished areas deprived areas even within,
2: help them. within those countries on the streets of England people are, I mean homeless are you know in yes, I-, I mean lying yeah. in, in the in the in the code exactly in France and other 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 places it's going I so was
1: reading that in Canada it is mentioning that in a year about a hundred people sometimes die or one way or extremely like you know become close to death, just because of the homeless people, sure. because of the cold. So these problems exist in those countries as well, indeed. But I mean, generally, even if they were to help them, that would be something better use of these funds, these this money than than the way it is utilised. And looking, this is from the. Of course, we are talking about uh, the uh, authorities, but also look sure. at uh, us. If we are just going to go to da, you know to the central areas and just drink and do these different things, who is benefiting from it? The businesses are benefiting from sure. it big time, sure. But is there any poor person benefiting from it? No. Or Nobody. even
2: the individual who is standing there? He's not benefiting from what, it. Exactly, exactly.
1: So, uh, uh, as I said uh, earlier in, in answering your previous question, that the best way, the way that Islam teaches us is that spend your end of your year uh, in, you know, say goodbye to your year while worshipping God. And welcome your new year while worshiping God Almighty. Buddha. If somebody who is not a religious person might think that maybe there, there's nothing for me to do, well, at least if if you cannot do that, at least sit down and think that what can I do better in this year? What did I do wrong in the last year that I will not repeat in the new year? Right? So these are just different approaches to it, and uh, that will be a true celebration. If the world is uh, becomes a better place, if the world, um, you know, we rid the world of hunger that will be a celebration if we rid the world of uh, diseases such as aids and other problems that that are rising in certain parts of the world that would be an achievement if we provide water drinking water clean drinking water to you know certain parts of the world where they r- where they don't have access that will be something that these are things that we celebrate but just going out because the clock turned mm-hmm. 12 and now we go out and start doing all the immoral things which the Bible has forbidden, which the Holy Quran has forbidden. That is not that is no cause for celebration and it calls for no celebration whatsoever.
2: The next thing I want us to look at is New Year resolutions where people make pledges and you know make some kind of commitments. Looking at the whole entire concept of New Year resolution, how should one make? And stick
1: to, one. stick to it. Yeah. Fulfill the sure. goals that he set sure. for himself. Um, one number one thing would be that when you are sitting down and making your goals, sure. be realistic in your goals. You should not plan for something which is uh, near next to impossible, and then soon after you r- you r- you realize that and you say that okay now since this goal cannot be achieved, you you become. You lose interest in sure, rest of your goals sure, as well. Sure. So be realistic in your goals. If, uh, uh, if, if some worldly person is only thinking that uh, this year I've made this much money, next year I'm going to make... Going to make more money, and your goal is such, which is like a hundred times higher than what you made in this year. That would again be something unrealistic, thinking from sure, worldly sure. aspect, Perspective, right? Yeah. Perspective. So, whichever uh, way you go, make realistic goals. We make goals for different reasons. We make goals, uh, goals for set goals for um, our, uh, you know, personal growth as a religious person. Sure. We can make goals for our, uh, you know, our general wealth, growing sure. that. Sure. Thirdly, our improvement in our health, in our education, understanding, knowledge, these different things. So whichever goal you set, number one thing would be to be realistic in setting your goal. Bill Gates said something very interesting. He said that we always overestimate the change that will occur in two years and underestimate the change that will occur in the next 10. So going back to being realistic don't set goals which are long-term goals as your goal for for the next year
2: sure
1: you know you can set your long-term goals that in the decade in next decade twenty twenty to 20 before sure. 2030 i'm going to achieve all these things that's something where you can set long-term goals sure. but when we are setting our goals for a year they should be realistic the second thing would be that when we set our goals th- as we have been talking before they should be truly beneficial goals not something that uh, you know just increasing in money wealth property cars all these things the more you you know age you realize that these things are meaningless all the people whatever money whatever properties, whatever empires they make in this world when they go from this world they go empty-handed I think that is
2: basically the religious Perspective, basically, as a, a person who believes in God and also believes in the hereafter, but then um, somebody who might not be directly so linked to the pursuit of the hereafter will be looking at the worldly gain.
1: I understand. Yes. I understand. But see, even if you look at from, even if one does not believe in God or religion or anything, even he knows that whatever I make in this world, I live it. It will stay here. Sure. Right. I think you were mentioning it one in one of the uh, speeches or sermons, I remember, sure. that you don't know, I mean, th- that those things that sh- that belong to you today, if yeah. you don't wake up tomorrow,
2: they're, they're not yours.
1: They're not yours anymore, right? So this is just, just a general concept. So I mean, we should try to make some goals which are truly beneficial. Sure. When I say truly beneficial, what that means is that our goals should not be such which are uh, that because I want to um, you know, make my business more successful. I
2: have I'm to going
1: to step upon people's show death, exactly. Right, right, yeah, to people's make rights to, make to make achieve my goal, exactly. Sure. So, there is no harm in becoming a successful human being, sure. uh, even in terms of you know, um, uh, attaining more wealth and all these things. But if to fulfill our goal, we are going through illegal means, when I say illegal, meaning uh, wrong, cutting, cutting wrongful, cutting wrongful wrong wrong yeah, 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 cutting. and then that would be. Uh, that would be not right so it should yeah. be a goal that just does not benefit you but benefits the society in 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 general sure. because whatever you make keep in mind that you were not going to take that anywhere right so for that reason when i say anywhere meaning it's all going to stay here but your work that you can uh, the way you help community society sure. that can have a l- you know a lasting impact when you do something for the betterment of humanity it can uh, this way stay in the humanity, stay in the community, stay in the people for generations to come. So this would be something that, that we should remember. We should be uh, making goals which are truly uh, beneficial, not just to ourselves, but to the community, as to the society as a whole as well. See, you, I- even I- you know, when we look around, there are people, before they passed away or during their lives, they built some charities, organizations, sure, sure. they built schools they pass away but that that thing that they started is still around and helping people. And I think we can ask ourselves
2: every individual the last school we attended was funded by somebody who is not living today in most cases. So if those people had concentrated on enriching themselves and just benefiting themselves alone maybe some of us would not have been educated. Exactly. it it is, is something important that you...
1: Exactly. So as we go along, we, that, uh, we should realize that we need to give back more to the community. So when we are setting our goals, I mean, of course, we are drifting from our sure. actual question sure, that you asked. Sure. Number one uh, point that I stated was that we should be realistic with the goals that we set. The second point is that it should truly be a beneficial goal, not just something that uh, I- you're trying to uh, benefit yourself alone and not caring about the society in general. Sure. Uh, number three would be that set your goals. When you set your goals, set smaller goals along with them.
2: Sure. So
1: for example, if someone says that I wish to lose some weight sure. this year, saying that alone is not enough. You need to say that what, wills, what steps you will be taking to fulfill that goal. So again, set smaller goals. I will go walk every day for 30 minutes. Sure. I'll go to the gym or I'll go for a run uh, three days a week. Something like that, right? Something realistic and something, uh, and you're also setting a smaller goal to help your bigger uh, achievement that you're looking for, right? So that could be applied to your uh, health. uh, That could be applied to your education. That could be applied even to your religion, religious life. It could also be applied to to a business or somebody to your workplace, right? Number uh, four would be: This is a very um, commonly shared idea, is that you should share share your goals with your close close ones, yeah. with your friends, family members, and whatnot. Because what this hap- what this allows is, when you do that, you know that somebody will ask you that why did you you know you made this goal? Why are sure. you not acting upon it? You plan to lose some weight. You plan to you know, do this, this, this in the year and this is just February and you, it seems that you've already given up, right? So, d- because of that thought, it is something that will motivate us to go longer and continue working towards our goal. So, these are just a few, um, you know, pointers that should that should help our listeners in setting their goals uh, and trying to stick to and, you know, help them stick sure. to them and fulfill their sure. goals.
2: Thank you very much. Um, we did informative, um, you know, ideas basically from what you've said about the question as to um how um, new year resolutions should be made is that there's nothing wrong in setting a goal a target that you want to perfect yourself whether i mean physically spiritually or i mean um, any any kind of form but then there should be this should be goals that could be achievable and then also you said the the goals should be positive it shouldn't be something that you do at the expense of somebody. I want to expand my business no matter what it costs, whether I have to shut down all other businesses nearby my shop. I mean, I don't, I don't care. I have to make sure my business grows. That is not the type of goal that yeah, we yeah. should, mm. um, you know, um, set. And then also you, you spoke about um, sharing the, the goals. Once we make targets, one you said we should ha- set achievable ones, and then we should even start smaller ones first if you are a person who used to walk like um maybe one kilometer uh in the past of uh, in the previous year this year you try. And say okay i'm going to do but about one and a half or two kilometers mm-hmm. you don't just jump as i'm going to do 10 kilometers every single just day. from one <laughs> and, yes. and then so that is not going to be um you know um, achievable practical, practical. Yeah, achievable and then also you said people should share the goals once you share with your close um, relatives it kind becomes like um, a reminder even if you forget they will remind you but then it also keeps you accountable that you know people are going to ask you that you set this target how far have you reached Correct. and I think these these are very important things You have.
1: yeah I just uh, wanted to clarify when I said set smaller goals yeah. uh, this is di- this point is different from saying being realistic in goals yeah. so being in realistic we said that set goals that you can achieve sure. realistically speaking but when, se- when I said set smaller goals, it meant that make sub-goals for your main goal. Main if goal, your main okay. goal is to lose weight, now make some sub-goals that how okay. am I going to achieve that? Sure. Just saying that I am going I'm to, to lose, lose weight is it's not now. sufficient. So you have to plan it out. How will I change my diet? What I will eat, what I will not eat, right? How much walking I will do every day? Sure. How often will I go for a run? So these sure. are different smaller goals to complement our main goal, goal yeah. and help us in achieving that. And I
2: think it is also important to at least focus on one or few goals within a year than setting about 25 goals within <laughs> a year to accomplish and yeah. then you end up not accomplishing any. any. However, it would be good to set one goal for this year and then you leave the other one and you make it in a way that this goal will lead to the other one. Yes. And I think these are very important um, you know, uh, teams you've taken us through. And I think as society, we are not working towards this. We end up making bigger goals. Recently, I think on the radio, a gentleman was saying he has even stopped making um, you know, resolutions, yeah, resolutions uh, for the new year because he's never been able to uh, achieve them when he makes one. As a society, I think in general, we have, n- we are w- we have not...
1: Yeah, I mean, exactly. Sure. Uh, you're right. I mean... <coughs> Just think about the word resolution. Sure. The word resolution does not mean setting goals. Sure. Resolution means that you are setting you're resolving something sure. that I'm going to do this. Yeah. Making some commitment. Basically. Commitment. Really. Sure. If it's just a goal, a list of goals that this year I'm going to do this, 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 you're never going to achieve them because you have not yet committed to them. Sure. And that is what we call or you know, call sure. New Year's resolutions sure. now. Sure. Unfortunately. When we say a resolution it should mean that we are committed to it we are making a firm resolve that we're trying to achieve these things then we will be moving towards it but unfortunately uh, most of us or majority uh, of the people they just uh, you know think of it as a list of goals and then because they can't achieve them in one year sure. two years three years then they stop they start giving up and they're like okay there's no point
2: thank you thank you very much and if you have just joined us you are listening to Voice of Islam brought to you by the Ahmadiyya Muslim community in Jamaica. And today we are talking about uh, New Year and the Islamic way of celebrating it. Um, The gentleman you heard um, speaking is Imam Tariq Azim, President and Missionary in Charge of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community here in Jamaica. And in the course of the program, if you want to uh, be part of it, you can send us a message uh, via WhatsApp. 876-283-9533 eight seven six two eight three nine five three three again eight seven six two eight three nine five three three. Earlier I was saying that as a community, as a country, even as looking at the whole world, we have not been truthful to ourselves in the kind of um, commitments and the resolutions we make every year. For instance in Jamaica, one of the things which is plaguing this country is murder. Yeah. and every year we make, we pray, we might have been praying, our political leaders also make commitments and the murder rate keeps going on and on it appears that the commitments are made but then no work is done in making sure that we um, you know, achieve those targets in the year 2019 which just passed there are over I mean about 1,300 people who were murdered, oh and it is a r- I mean uh, some kind of um, upward, you know, trend. yeah, trend from the previous year. In the news, the opposition demands government to do more in 2020 to fighting crime. I, and it in the same news, government, the prime minister government commits to reducing murder rate. Says prime minister in New Year message. So these are things that whether those in government and those in opposition, and every individual who lives in this country see that it is a bigger problem for us. Then how do we work towards it? It becomes the other problem. And within our own smaller community, as members of this community, we have taken some pragmatic steps trying to educate the, the members, our members, on the way to resolve conflict. We have given the platform that instead of keeping things to yourself which boils up and eventually become disastrous and you know kind of um, a situation which cannot be contained
1: and even um, the communities uh, are people around us I mean not just our mosque generally anywhere wherever sure. they're listening I mean if we try to take these steps within our own communities regardless of sure. what effort the government is making or is not making, we can set a goal for our community and our education of our children and our people around us and try to resolve manor, uh, issues in a manner which is more peaceful. It can itself bring you know down some of those uh, uh, crimes that take place in our country. So that is one way uh, of going about it. Yes, the government is they say they are trying yet the trend is upward so i mean uh, even if we are in our own communities in our own towns in our own cities are trying to bring a change that will bring a, ch- gl- uh, a nationwide change as well as eventually a global change as well
2: let's look at um the ahmedia muslim community um, ahmedia muslim jamaat as a community for the year 2020 um what are the the goals that the community has in mind for the next decade the next you know the next year and the next d- decade here in Jamaica and also even across across the world
1: um, well we are here so <laughs> very quickly sure we are here so very quickly we will touch upon the uh, goals for our community in Jamaica uh, we have been established here some of our listeners who heard last week's episode would know just over a decade sure in Jamaica. And by the grace of God, the community has progressed at, you know, like at an amazing rate. Sure. We started with no members; I mean, nobody here knowing of the community and, uh, you know, the message. And by the grace of God Almighty, there are many people who are very closely attached. And uh, uh, earlier, we were only in, you know, one place, and now we are in more than three, four places where their members are uh, st- living, staying, and they have their own small prayer centers where they can go and pray. And things like that. So, by the grace of God, the growth of our community in this decade was, by the grace of Allah, very uh, you know some a blessing of God. Sure. Something that we could not have achieved on our own. It is sheer blessings of God that we are we're expanding and growing uh, the way we are. Um, right. Ra- and in you know, in the coming year, one big change or one big uh, uh, thing that we are you can say stepping up from what we usually have done. Uh, in 2011, our community held its first ever uh, annual convention here in Jamaica. Jamaica yeah. In the year 2020, inshallah, we will be holding our first regional convention as well. Okay. So while we were only having one convention, which is the national convention, from now on we will also be holding, if God permits us, um, and a regional convention. And this will be in Trelawney, okay. where our community is growing by the grace sure. of God. So. Over the years, as you asked for the decade also, over the years as our community is growing in other parts as well, inshallah, we hope that we will be doing not just one regional convention, rather more of those will also be taking place. And we are also hoping and praying and working towards, we have one mosque currently operational in jamaica and we our community this is Ahmadiyya muslim community yeah. and we hope to expand on that as well and within next year or so we we hope to have at least one more, one, ba- more uh, one more mosque for our community members and generally for the betterment of our members as well as the community in general society in general so this is these are just some of the goals and our goal always is that how we can uh... help people both spiritually and morally and uh, how we can make the society a better society so we are constantly working towards that and in the coming year inshallah if god permits us we will be doing many projects of this sort i mean but we we as ahmadi muslims we understand that this work that takes place the goals that we set they are not fulfilled through our own our efforts own effort, yeah. Right. We believe that yeah. That whatever I achieve It's not from myself It's not from my power or strength It's from the power Allah. of Allah So if God permits that, the, the, what the goals that I have stated before you They might only be very um, small And God willing We will have much more success And many more things to look forward to In the coming years inshallah.
2: And I think that is in line with um, A saying of Jesus Christ May peace be upon him that he can, uh, he said, I can of my own self do nothing except that which the Lord, you know, gives me. Exactly,
1: exactly. I mean, all power belongs to God. Even Jesus, peace be upon him, himself did not have any power to do anything. But it was power that God gives us all humans and to his chosen people, he gives more, um, you know, ability to get things done. And that is what we see in Prophet Jesus, peace be upon him.
2: Thank you very much, Imam Tariq Azim, for taking us through the topic about new year and the islamic way of celebrating it touching on various uh, subtopics under the new year we've spoken extensively about how the new year should be met in the course of the program we learned that some people unfortunately end the the previous year in um immoral you know kind of um celebrations and then also begin the the coming year or the new year in the same kind of fashion we also learned that there's nothing so wrong in expressing happiness or um, you know, being thankful and appreciating the fact that God has blessed us with a new year. However, we should always be mindful of our life here on earth and our duty that we owe to God and also his creation and always should work towards it. So whenever a new year reaches us, Actually, it is our life on earth which is being shortened. And as we rejoice for having been among the chosen few or the chosen ones to see the new day or the new year, we should also take account of the life which is becoming shortened and try to work, I mean, extensively. If we have not achieved the purpose that we uh, are placed here on earth to achieve, then we have to work towards it. We also spoke about the new year resolutions and the way we should make one and then once we make it the way we should stick to it you you, you, you took us through a lot basically and as time is not always um, our best friend we shall uh, draw the curtains here and say a very big thank you But then the head of the Ahmadiyya Muslim, the current head of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community His Holiness Mirza Masrud Ahmed in his sermon addressed this same topic and he gave an important advice which I would let my brother um, Ghulam Ahmed read it and with that we will conclude the program.
0: And December 30, 2016 our beloved Muzuru said the new year is about to start we start the new year both with the lunar and the solar calendars Today, Gregorian calendar is the one that is most popular and all countries use it to calculate days and months. This is why everywhere in the world, the year starts on 1st January and ends on 31st December. Worldly people, while away, their months and years in favorities, worldly pleasures. There is no limit to what these people do on the New Year. The night between 31st December and 1st January is full of favority in the world at large and in the Western world in particular. They spend the whole night in revelry and singing and dancing. In short, they end the New Year and begin the New Year with frivolous frivolous and untoward activities. Most of the world has lost the eye of faith hence, they cannot see what a believer sees or should see. A believer shun all frivolity and reflects and what the past year brought and what it took away. What we lost during this year and what we gain. Are we going to reflect on what worldly gains we had? are, are we going to look at what spiritual progress we made? And we, if we are going to look at our spiritual condition, then what are the criteria we have to consider, to know what we have gained or lost. We Ahmadis are blessed that Allah enabled us to accept the promised Messiah and Mahdi who gave us the essence of the teachings of Allah and his holy prophet Muhammad sallallahu and said that by looking at this criteria We can judge whether or not we are living up to the purpose of our lives.
2: With this reading, this brings us to the end of today's program. And I would like to say a very big thank you to Imam Tariq Azim for having time to join us on Voice of Islam today. And also a big thanks to you, my listener, for being part of this program. Without you, Voice of Islam wouldn't be the program it is until we come your way next time with another interesting episode from here on voice of islam and the Ahmadiyya muslim community it is
1: love for all and hatred for none and Alaikum. may the peace and blessings of god be unto you